Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Whenever or wherever you're watching this, this is Freedom Wave Podcast Episode 3. Now, I had many other episodes planned before this one. This one found its way at the forefront of it because this is an important, important, important discussion today. Um, As you can see, the title of this episode is Love Thy Neighbor. Love Thy Neighbor. Um, We're going to get into the importance of loving thy neighbor. Um, Maybe why some of us haven't received deliverance in full yet. And... um, God's heart. Okay? So, I want to start this, this podcast off with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us here once again to dwell in your word, to live and breathe in your word. Father God, I pray right now that your word will be written upon the tablets of our hearts, that your word will renew our minds, Father God. Father God, I pray right now, and I thank you for your word. I thank you for your laws and your precepts. Thank you for your ordinances. I thank you for what you have placed before us, giving us your knowledge and your wisdom through your word. It says we are transformed. Through your word, we are delivered. Through your word, we are set free. So I thank you, Father God, for your word. And Father God, I pray that you would forgive us for not reading your word enough, for not living your word enough, for not being your word enough i pray father god that after this broadcast after this podcast episode that you will have each and every single one of us who is listening on the listener side um, on the recording side of it father god every single one of us father god who's hearing this broadcast to leave with a new reverence to your word a new respect to your word a new Um, love for your word that we will go out and not just be hearers but doers as well ask all these in your mercies King Jesus Amen let's get into love thy neighbor Um, so like I said I think that this was abrupt in my opinion Um, as in terms of topic choice I had like several topics planned and I had actual other episodes that were recorded. Um, I might re-record them and I might put them out. But right now, episode three is Love That Neighbor and I don't know what else to tell you. Um, I don't. I really don't. So uh, the Lord has been has been working on me with um the idea of loving my neighbor as I love myself, which is the commandment that Jesus gave, the new commandment that he gave. Along with loving God, you have to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um, And why is it hard for us to get that? I don't know. Um... I think it stems from true selfishness. Um, But if we take a seat and a look back, there's plenty of verses in the Bible, in the book of John, which I'm going to read today, that says if you don't love your neighbor like you love yourself, um, then you don't love God. Because that doesn't make sense. How do you love a God that you can't see but you can't love your neighbor that's right in front of you and the way that God has really shown me this in the 
best light um, is through this understanding that you are a child of God. I was reading, um, is it? It was John. I was reading John. Yeah. I was reading the Gospel of John and Jesus talking about um, the truth will set you free. Or, or, yeah, the truth will set you free. And who the Son sets free is free indeed. Um, Jesus talking about how he's from, he's, he's, him and the Father is one. He's connected to the Father. Everything that he learns is from the Father. And uh, the Pharisees were like, who is your father? <laughs> and Jesus is like, if you don't know me, you definitely don't know my father, which is so interesting. Like Jesus is like, we're not, I'm not going to even tell you who my father is. I'm not going to even explain who my father is because if you can't recognize that he's the one who sent me, you don't know who he is and you definitely don't know who I am. So why would I waste time on explaining who my father is? Um, but, you know, he later on uh, explains it in um, another um, chapter, or I think it was earlier. But to me, I read that and I was like, hmm, facts, it's true, it's true. And he later on goes to explain, um, he, he talks more about his father and these Pharisees are like, who is your father? <laughs> like, why, why do you keep talking about your father like this? Like, what's, who's your father? Like, you, you keep saying that you're the father, father this, and you're with the father and you're, you're and the father one. And then Jesus pulls a, a, a one up on them. Let me actually, let me actually turn to it because I wasn't planning on talking about this. You know, I always pray before this and I ask that the Holy Spirit will lead and I will just follow. Um, so whenever you hear me, like literally just go into a conversation about something I was reading earlier or something that happened. It's, it's always the Holy Spirit because I wasn't planning on talking about this. I had verses right, written out. I didn't have a script for this episode. Like I didn't have word by word what I was going to say, but I definitely had verses written out in like a center focus, but obviously God wants to speak on something else right now. Um, and then he's going to lead to what we're, we're talking about later. Um, there is, no, it's not here. If you give me a couple seconds, I'm going to find it and then I'll come back. Oh, I got it. I got it. Found it. Okay. So it's John chapter 8, verse 39. And Jesus went went on about, um, uh, he said that Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Um, and the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you're free indeed. I know that you are the offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. Isn't that interesting? Jesus is saying here, you seek to kill me because what I say does not bear witness to your spirit, to your soul. It finds no place in you. You, it, you, you you're not letting it in. Essentially, what he's saying is you're not, um, you're you're not letting it in. It finds no place. My my words can't rest anywhere inside of you because you don't let them in. You know, it's like opening up a hotel, but like closing the doors to the public. Like this doesn't make any sense. Your hotel, your business. You're supposed to be open up to the public. That's how you make your money. But their, their hearts are closed. They close the door of their hearts to Jesus. And, they, and Jesus says, my words find no place in you because you will not let them in. I speak of what I have seen with my father and you do not know. Wait, it says you do what you have heard from your father. 
So that's where um, <laughs> that's where this this conversation of who their father is comes into play. Um, and they say, they answer him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if Abraham's children, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. Interesting. Interesting. So Jesus is saying, if you are Abraham's children, you would produce Abraham's fruit. What is Abraham's fruit? Abraham's works. The things that Abraham's did, the things that Abraham did while he was here. But it seems as if you're not producing the fruit of Abraham. Hmm. He says, but you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. Wow. So you're doing the works of your father. Um, you're doing the works your father did. And they said to him, we're not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. So they're saying that they took it as like, oh, so you think my parents shacked up and <laughs> you think our ancestors just shacked up and we, we're, we're part of a different clan. Like you think my parents shacked up and we just got like a, like we have a, my mom has a like baby daddy on the side and this is not my real father. And nope, like, hello. So carnally minded they were looking at it, but we have to view it like we were in that, that, state of mind once where we wouldn't receive the word where our hearts were locked up on the word of God and where we were disobedient to the word of God so sometimes we have to take the text and not look down on the Pharisees which I have learned because we were all once Pharisees some of y'all still are and we're praying for you but <laughs> we are all no no it's true you no, it's actually really true and you have to stay true to that you have to understand that we're, we're all once Pharisees. Um, some of us do have Pharisees' tendencies, and I pray for the Lord to remove it from us. Um, I know sometimes we like we read the Pharisees, and we're always like, the Pharisees did this, the Pharisees did that. You will see whole sermons done on what the Pharisees did and why the Pharisees were wrong, and it's like, okay, we were all ignorant to the word of God before, so calm down. Um, the only difference is the Pharisees completely rejected it. So if there's a part in us that is receptive and repentant to understand that we were ignorant to the word and we can now accept the word, then that is the, the, the stark difference between us and the Pharisees is the repentance. The Pharisees didn't have no, no repentance. Uh, God, Jesus called them brood of vipers. I think I talked about that in episode one. Yeah, I did, I, did, I did talk about that in episode one. Um, so yeah, this is not um, what Abraham did, saying that Abraham did not want to kill, wouldn't kill Jesus. It's not, Abraham did not kill the men of God. Abraham did not want to do anything out of God's will. That's essentially what, what Jesus is saying. And they said... Um, so Jesus said, you're doing the works of your father. And they're like, we are not, we're not born out of wedlock. And we have one father. And even God is our father. That's what they're saying. And they said, and Jesus said to them, um, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. And I talked about this in episode two, actually. Can you sell your soul? Um, I, I spoke about how celebrities are always like, uh, I just want to thank God. And I'm, I'm like, okay. And all, with all love and all due respect, um, we got to pray for them. You know, honestly and truly, we have to have heart and compassion towards them. That's why I said the whole soldier soul topic is like, it's playing out and it's tired. 
Of course, they did things that are not of God. Of course, they are in things that are not of God. Of course, they're really deep in, but look at where God has taken us. God can redeem them just the same way. Maybe they're still in what they are in because nobody's praying for them. Have you ever thought about that? A lot of these celebrities that we look down upon and we say that they do this and they do that, we have more people talking down on saying Beyonce's in the Illuminati than praying for Beyonce or saying that this person's in the Illuminati or this person's doing wickedness and evilness. And of course they are, and we should not um, respect it, nor should we indulge in it. I think those are two very um, sharp lines that people like to cross. Like, I don't know why people want to always go to extremes like that. The only extreme that I will go to is serving my serving my God, like serving serving Jesus with my whole heart, my whole mind, my whole soul, taking his word as is, like being a child in the kingdom. That's the only thing I'm going to go full-fledged in. But other things, we have to really look at it with a the heart of him, especially if we say we're from him, and I'm going to get into that. But like, if we say that we are of God, is it wise talking about wisdom here is it wise to because man when when you start reading the word the conviction it's not condemnation it is never condemnation because you're not condemned especially if you're saved and you're reading the word you're not condemned what are you condemned for <laughs> like he didn't come into the condemn the world there should be no condemnation if you're reading the word and you're condemned Let's let's pray for you for that religious spirit to to leave because there's there should be no condemnation when you read it, but there should be conviction because when I started reading and I I saw, um, um, uh, you should not slander, don't slander, and I am I'm I am your Lord. Reading that I'm like, ooh, I be slandering though. Dang, I be slandering though. And it's not like in a condemnation way, like, oh, like I slander, Lord, I can't make it into the kingdom. No, but it's like, Jesus died for my sins. I accepted him. This is the word of God. I should be following this. If I love him, like I say I do, what did Jesus say? If you love me, you obey my word. So if I read that, be not slanderers or do not slander, people's names and stuff like that. Why would I go forth, read that, close the book, and then proceed to slander? Now, I'm not saying we won't slip up. I'm not saying that there won't be a time. And that's what Jesus's blood is for. We are not perfect. But we can't read it and then be like, okay, that's cool. Anyways, I'm going to go like go on a three-hour conversation and talk about how nappy her hair was and how she did me wrong and how she cheated on my man and how <laughs> how, how she cheated on and how he cheated on me and did all this stuff whatever the case may be you see what i mean so my thing about it is is when it comes to celebrities i'm, I'm slipping into this conversation because this, this was the last episode that we we're in um it comes when it comes to celebrities and we see all manner of evil we pray that is our weapon of warfare our weapon of choice our weapon of choice should never be slander now i'm not saying that we should not speak truth because there are people who are exposing the truth of the of this of uh like you know the society and this generation and with um you know what's going on in hollywood and stuff like that I, I get that i get that because people are blind to it so there has to be truth to it and some people use that as a form of uh leading people to the gospel is by exposing the truth of what's actually going on behind the scenes you can do that without slandering and you could also tell them to pray for those people who are in that industry oh no then who's your father if your answer to that is no, then who's your father? Because Jesus didn't pull out a fact sheet of saying X, Y, Z, what you did before he went on and nailed, nailed um, was nailed on the cross, before he laid down his life. He didn't, he didn't put out an Excel sheet saying, okay, let's see this and that. No, no. Oh, wait, no, they did this in 2019. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. They did this in 1947? <laughs> I can't, mm -mm, I can't mess with that. I can't die on the cross for them no more. Oh, wait, 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 2005? 
They stole a pencil off the teacher's desk? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I ain't dying for them. Jesus never said that. Jesus never said that. So that was my heart for the last episode. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe I needed, I maybe the Holy Spirit was leading me to explain that because I feel like some people probably listened to it and didn't understand it. So I think that was the purpose of, of me explaining this because I did, I'm, I'm going down this this hole and I honestly just want to stay on the topic of love thy neighbor. But this is coming back up again because I feel like some people just didn't get that episode. Um, and I, you know, towards the end, I kind of rushed that that topic because I wanted to focus more on the, the other topics that I had. But yeah, I, I want you to understand that um, when it comes to these these people that we see in Hollywood is doing all manners of evil, it's easy to sit in the judgment seat and just go off. Um, but we're not called to do that. We're called to pray for them. We're called to share and spread the gospel. Um, we're not called to indulge in it. And that's why I say there's a sharp line. Like some people will, will so those are the people who are slandering and be like, Beyonce's this, this, that, and the third, and this lady's that, and Billy is this, and that fellow's that. And then there's the other line of like, people fully indulging in their music and I'm just like I don't know how you can so so there's two there's two sharp lines they're like okay you don't necessarily have to slander them and you don't necessarily have to say all sorts of of things about them even if it's true just pray for them you know what I mean um, but I think that there's then the other line of things where it's like, there's those group of people where it's like, I wouldn't indulge in it. I, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't indulge in it. Because, listen, you be seeing the stuff that they be doing. And I just, hey, it's up to you. It truly is up to you. God gives us a choice of free will. But me personally... Mm-mm. So let's get back to what Jesus was 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 speaking with, um, was speaking on. So <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, I love Jesus so much. Look at him. He said, "If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not on my own accord, but He sent me. Very me." <laughs> I love that about Jesus because, like, if it was up to me, would I be doing a podcast or standing? No, I'm joking. Jesus, Jesus is willfully doing this because he's obedient to the Father. The difference with me is I, I literally just did not want to be on here talking to no one and 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 doing ministry and stuff like that. And then I realized it's the calling of God in my life, and I was like, okay. I said this multiple times on TikTok, but like, I don't, I never explained this um, on the podcast. I don't think. Um, but it was just, you know, an abrupt, an abrupt, um, uh, an abrupt calling. And I think what's, what's interesting about it is it's just, it was planned. I say it's abrupt to me. It was abrupt because I wasn't watching what God was doing the whole entire time. Um, and I didn't even look at my name knowing that it's very significant to my calling, but nonetheless, um, Hopefully I didn't lose it. I feel like I lost the page now. Dang. Okay, I'm back. All right. <laughs> so um, Jesus is like, listen, the Father sent me. So you got to know me before you know him. You truly do. He says, if God were your father, you would love me. You would absolutely love me because you would know that I came from him. For I came from God and I am here. I came not on my own accord, but he sent me. Like Jesus didn't like walk up in there like, hey, y'all. <laughs> How y'all doing? Yeah, anybody see that meme before? How y'all doing? Jesus did not say that. Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was strategically sent here by the Father. Um, 
Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you not um, is because you cannot bear to hear my word. So once again, he's saying you lack the reception receiving my word. You 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 seem to not want to do it every single time. He brings it up. He's like, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. And then here again, he says, it is because you cannot bear to hear my word. It's something about, and it, it's so interesting that Jesus says this. It's like, I love it because it's like, Jesus is the word. <laughs> so this is the word speaking the word and they don't want to hear it. But it's like, this is what you studied all your life. Isn't that interesting? Like these Pharisees, like they 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 study the word of God, the prophets Isaiah and 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 um, Amos and all these all, all these prophets. They they study this word, they study the scribes and stuff like that. But it's like you can't bear to hear the word speak the word. That's very crazy. And he says, "You are of your father, the devil." Your will is to do your father's desires. He's a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character for he's a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. That's big. That's very, very big for that's like a big statement to say, but it's the truth. So I want that to marinate on you as I spend the next um, 30 minutes or so talking about loving your neighbor because you just heard Jesus say if you love him you love the father you know the father right but here's what he says about being a son of the devil he says your father is a devil and your will is to do your father's desires. And what is the father? What is it? What is what is the devil's desires? He says he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there's no truth in him. So we know that the character of him is a murderer. And a liar. And that all stems from. What trait? Hatred. Hatred of God, hatred of the people of God, hatred of Jesus. It all stems from hatred. So when we're talking about love thy neighbor today, I want you to stay on that thought that if hatred is a willful desire out of your heart, it's not too late to repent. But if it is a willful desire, if you seek to hate instead of love, like Jesus has called us to do, that is a telltale sign that God might not be your father and your father might be somebody else. And that's not a good thing. And I want to I want everybody um, to get this today. So. um I didn't know this. I'm reading my Bible every single day and getting more into the Lord. And I haven't read the Bible in full in one setting. I heard people heard of people who have read the entire Bible in one setting before. And I'm like, wow, an Olympic sport that we actually need to include because that is crazy. Um, but I was reading Leviticus and laws in Leviticus and I didn't know many of you who do read your Bible and know your Bible well are probably like a duh but like to me I'm like mm, I just didn't know it so go easy on me I didn't know that love thy neighbor was in Leviticus 
it gets out of shock, like, <gasps> like no, but like I just didn't know it. Like I was like, what? I was like, isn't isn't the this was this was before Jesus? So listen, 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 listen. It says Leviticus nineteen verse eighteen: You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. I was like, oh, God been saying this. <laughs> God, God was never, God was, this is never something that he was like. And this is, this is what was so um, interesting about the establishing things of old. I didn't put that episode out, but in um, Isaiah 48, God says that he established things of old um, so that you might not say that anything else brought these things about but him. Like he, he makes it very clear that he he writes these laws before the foundation of the world. Like these 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 were these these is this is who he is. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Love stems from him. God like is love, right? So we're gonna get into that and what it means to love love your neighbor. Um, and. So if we look in Matthew 22, verse 34, to 37 to 40, sorry. Um, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Um, in Romans, it actually says, furthering Jesus's point, because Paul said in Romans 13 verse 10, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling the law. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. The whole law depends on, on loving the whole law is fulfilled through loving. So when you don't love your neighbor, would it be considering breaking the whole law? Something to think about. Because if the law is fulfilled by just loving, Now there's there's other laws that obviously you you can't like you're not like sexual immorality laws and and and, and lying and but a lot of and this is this is why I made the point of who is your father because that should be the title of this episode it should be love thy neighbor who is your father that's a really good title um, that's why I made the point of who is your father because. I had to come to a realization if I love God like I say I do, if I love Jesus like I say I do, what is his number one thing? That he says, if you love him, you would keep him, keep his commandments, right? And the main commandment that he pushes is not to just love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, but it's also to love your neighbor as you love yourself. I think I talked about this in episode one. I'm not sure. Um, I would have to go back and listen to it, but I've been talking about it a lot in a lot of unreleased episodes and then also in my TikTok videos being the kingdom of heaven, right? Um, 
we're called to be the kingdom, be the walking, living, breathing kingdom, because the spirit of God lives within us. And when we pray, let your kingdom come, let your will be done. We're praying for the way that God does things in heaven to be here on earth. But can we pray that when we're going exactly against the way that God th does things in heaven? Because there's no hate in heaven. There's no grudges in heaven. There's no unforgiveness in heaven. And God's perfect will is to bring that kingdom down here through his people. But if we resist his will, can we truly call him our father? Can we truly say that we serve and worship him the way we are supposed to? Now, I wanted to bring this up because I knew getting into this topic could be sticky. As in terms of salvation, you can't work your way to it. So let's get that straight. You can't love as many people as you you can possible and then you get saved. No, 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 no. Jesus free willingly on his own accord laid down his life. And it wasn't free. It was a price to be paid. But it's a free gift given unto you that you have to accept. And the true um, the true reaction of the gospel is you understanding that, you receiving that, and you changing because of that. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful that you don't harden your heart to the message of the gospel, you accept it, right? You say you want God's will for your life. You start to read his word and through the reading of his word and the application of his word, you are transformed. Because God's not going to do anything out of your own will. That's why he says, be not just hearers, but doers as well, because we have to accept willfully um, the change. That's why you will see hearted, hard-hearted Christian Christians. Sorry, that's why you'll see hard-hearted Christians. That's why you'll see um, people who say that they're Christians. And it's like really, you. No judgment. We've all been there. But the truth about it is, huh? The truth about it is. We're called to be a new creation in Christ. You know, when I started taking my walk seriously with, with God, I noticed I started hating the things that he hated, but I didn't love enough the things that he loved. Ooh. Did I just... I think I just stepped on somebody's doorstep just a second ago and I knocked the loudest knock of ages on your door come on come on out it's okay we ain't gonna jump you we just want to talk <laughs> listen when I started taking my walk with seriously with God I started hating the things he hated so sin is a and I think a lot of us do we we step into this 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 thing was like I hate sin and and when we see somebody do it we're like ooh sin you're such a sinful person <laughs> it's like okay cool but do you love them though because he loves them he loved you when you were doing all that crazy stuff 
I'm going to read a couple verses and um, I think I'm going to wrap it up because I think I think I just pulled on everybody's everybody's mindset, their heartstrings. I don't think I need to go further with this, honestly. I think the, the, the purpose of this episode has been fulfilled, which is crazy to say because a lot of my episodes typically be a little bit longer. They're planned out with a couple more topics and stuff like that. But but there's a just, just an honest, true point that God's trying to get across here, okay? Uh, John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 11. Beloved, if... God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. First John 4, chap, no, what? Yeah, First John 4, verse 20 to 21. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Hey, I know it's a hard, hard pill to swallow. And let me tell you something. The truth of the matter is. When you really, truly want all of God like when you say like Lord I give you my yes and I I, I want to give you all of me and I want all of you and da, 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 and all these great things that we say in prayer God's going to show you your heart loving testimony and then you will know exactly who he is. A dream that I had um, a couple of weeks ago, like it was like in July, I had two dreams and they were separate, separate nights that I dreamt these. These dreams were so significant to um, a recent revelation that I received. Okay, I think that we are all, we all have something that we struggle with in the body of Christ, of course. Um, and we all are, you know, God is, is, is working, working it through us. And sometimes he uses dreams, symbols, understanding, but I, I did a whole episode on hearing God's voice through scripture. And I think I might re-record it because um, that was supposed to be episode three. That was supposed to be the episode of today. But this this episode is definitely going on today because I need somebody to hear this. Um, so I did an episode about hearing God's voice through scripture and listening and understanding the voice of God is always going to line up and match up with his word, right? Um, so that's how I test my dreams. That's how I test my everything. It's with his word. Like, he's not going to go against it. That's who he is. It's the character. We need to understand the character of God. That's why it's such a big thing. That's love, love thy neighbor episode. So nonetheless, um, being transparent with y'all, because, hey, Jesus said the truth will set you free. So we're setting a couple people free today because maybe some people are dealing with this. Uh, some of us, we don't treat our parents how we're supposed to. We don't. We talk to them all types of crazy. We, you know, say that we love God, but we don't respect the figureheads of God in our lives, which is our parents, no matter what they have done or said to us. The word says we're supposed to revere them and honor them. Does that mean we accept their foolishness or take place in the things that are not of God that they do? No. Not necessarily. We don't have to do that. But the word says what the word says. And something that Minister uh, Kevin L.A. Ewing says that I love, he says, so you're asking, basically asking God to bend the rules for you. No matter what your parents did, 
You're asking God to bend the rules for you. If the word of God says to revere them and your days will be long upon the land, don't don't be shocked if your days start getting shortened because you don't honor your your mother and father. Like it, you got to it's the word of God. Like he's not God abides in his own word. He abides to his own laws and rules. Jesus was sent through the prophecy of God and it was fulfilled and everything that the prophet said Jesus was supposed to do because of the word of God it was established Jesus did showing you that God and I said this in the last episode showing you that God keeps his word and he's faithful and just in it so what makes you think he's gonna bend the word for you see what I mean so I had to take that to understanding and realization and knowing that I don't treat my parents the way I'm supposed to. And, and I had to come to full repentance on that and start changing my ways because it's like, if I honor and worship this God that I say I love and I honor and I worship, I will honor and worship the people that he placed in my life to be representations of uh, leaders and figureheads of parents on here on earth, biologically, respecting and revering them like he called me to respect and revere them that's his word that's his law i should obey it because what did jesus say if you love me you will obey my word right so i had this dream um i I can't remember when i had the dream but it was over a month ago two separate dreams and mind you i've been done deliverance on like two times right uh, and I had this dream of my parents doing deliverance on me. Separate dreams. One was my father doing it. The other one was my mom doing it. And I was like, what? And I literally saw them like saying, come out in the name of Jesus or whatever, whatever the protocols of deliverance were. They were saying it and they were doing it. And I was looking at them while they were doing it in the dream. And I was like, I think I was manifesting in the dream. I can't remember. But in parts of it, I was. In other parts, I, I, I wasn't. Um, the Lord revealed to me recently, and I, I think I shared this with them one day when, you know, we we had an argument and I was just like, I broke down and cried because I was like, I was going through it. I was like, man, like, mm, the maybe the part of the reason why I'm not seeing breakthrough is because the way I treat y'all. But I never said that. In my mind, I think I thought that or it came across my mind or I shared the dream and then it came across my mind, but I never said that explicitly, right? So... Um, the Lord revealed to me like literally yesterday while I was thinking back to that verse that says um, honor your mother and your father revere your mother and your father right respect your mother and your father I was thinking about that back to that verse and I was like I was just pondering on it because I was listening to minister uh, Kevin Ellie Ewing's um, teachings and he was like you know the law of God that applies to you and I was thinking about it and I was like you know there's there's a law of God that applies to all of us the whole body of Christ the whole world indefinitely um, but then there's a law of God that specifically applies to our life as in terms of the sins that we struggle with so like if you know you deal with this particular way so my sin that I struggled with was was respecting and honoring my parents and it comes from like a, a learned trait a learned habit of the way I have spoken to them in the past and it's just something that God is like taking me out of and I know a lot of a lot of us, especially our just generation Gen Z, we wow when we speak to our parents. I don't know why. Like, it's just the disobedience is at a different level, and I pray that the Lord delivers us all from it. Um, but I think that, uh, truthfully, I was listening to that, 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 that teaching, and the Holy Spirit just spoke to me, and he was like, the way that you'll be set free from a lot of what you're still struggling with is through that verse. It's through if you keep that law of revering your parents, of honoring your mother and your father. And I stay I stared literally into blank space for like probably 30 seconds, a minute or two. 
Because it was like, whoa. I literally was like, wow. Because I was so taken back that the things that I have been going through could stem from it's similar to when I was talking about in episode one of like realizing and obeying the word of God and stuff like that. Um, and obedience is better than sacrifice. And I said this in a couple episodes that didn't come out. Every episode is going to tie back to that. Every episode is going to tie back to that. Cause it's, that's the, like the, basically the, um, the mission statement of this season, I guess. Um, and that's why it was the first episode. That's why I knew to put it out. Like something in me in the Holy Spirit was in me, honestly, pushing me to put that out because of everything that would be coming out of this um, season would rev- revert back to that episode. Um, so it would be up to me. Would I hear what God would say, what the Holy Spirit would say, and just be like, nah, I'm good. I don't want freedom. I don't want to be delivered. I'm good off that. Would I sit and say that? Because the truth of the matter is, God has shown me not once, but twice, and through the Holy Spirit, he explained it to me. So he showed me in a dream that the deliverance, he, the reason, the, the 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 breakdown and the explanation of the two dreams, my mom doing deliverance on me, my father doing deliverance on me, is showing that the deliverance is coming through them. It's how I treat them. It's how I react to them and what they say and how I honor and revere them. That's where deliverance stems from. That's where full, true deliverance is going to come from. Is honoring and respecting the men and women of God that God has placed in my life to birth me, raise me, train me. So I pose this question before I end the broadcast. Um, what has God spoken to you about as in terms of receiving your deliverance? Because as we read today, like everything is fulfilled through love and it stems from love. Um, it says... In Romans 13, verse, just read it, Romans 13, verse 10, therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Jesus was the first to do it because he laid down his life for all of us. But he just didn't do it and then told us, okay, all right, see y'all later. You could go ahead and do whatever you want. No, he said, if you love me, you'll obey me. You'll keep my word. And um, that was the biggest thing with the Pharisees is that it wasn't that they couldn't receive um grace and mercy and repentance. It's just that they didn't want to. Jesus clearly said to them, you're rejecting my word. And I'm telling you over and over and over and over and over again that I am the son of God, that the father sent me, that this is what you're supposed to do and you'll inherit the kingdom and you're rejecting it. And God doesn't want anybody who listens to this podcast today to not inherit the kingdom, to not be with him for eternity, to not receive a right standing relationship with Christ. And we, the Bible talks about working out your salvation. We work out our salvation through the obedience of his word, because if we love him, we would obey his word. We would read it, not just be hearers, but be doers. And we would actually, um, 
be reflection of him. That's what it means when we have this kingdom of heaven come here on earth. It's us being the reflection of him. It's his spirit within us, living inside of us, being the reflection of him. I said on a live yesterday when I was doing a 3 a.m. prayer um, on TikTok, I said, we are Christ representatives. We are, uh, God wants to worketh patience in us so that we are a reflection of him because he's long suffering and he does not, he's not quick to anger. So why are we? He loved his enemies, so why don't we? See what I mean? It's like, who is your father? I think that should be the, the subtitle of this episode. Who is your father? Because if your father truly is the heavenly father, the most high king, Jesus, if you say you follow him like you do, you would obey his word. It's not easy. That's why this is not the form of salvation. <laughs> this, is, this is why we don't do this and we're saved. Because if we could do this and we're saved, then our whole entire salvation would be based on works. But our salvation is not based on works. He already made the way for us. We just accept it and we walk it out. Because there's a transformation that takes place where you don't even want to do it because you understand the, the, the depths that Jesus went through to save you. And it was all free. So out of the love that you have for him, you would just obey his law because you're like, listen, he did this for me. I accept it. I receive it. There's nothing I could do to receive the same gift. So because I say I love him and because he is my father now, what will I do? I will just obey his law. I will just obey his word. I will just work out my salvation through reading the word and applying it to my life. It's actually pretty simple. And I feel like sometimes we make it complicated. <laughs> I feel like we really do. Um, but I hope that this episode was edifying to all those who are... Um, a child of the Most High King. I'm going to do a prayer for both groups, believers and believers. I do this every episode. I just want to be led by the Holy Spirit right now. So thank you, Heavenly Father, for your presence, for your wisdom, for your knowledge, and for your understanding. Thank you, Father God, for us just not being hearers, but doers as well. Thank you for keeping your word, abiding in your word, obeying your own word, knowing and trusting that you are faithful to keep it. Because if you yourself who wrote it, who spoke it, is doing it, we can trust you to keep it. I thank you, Lord, right now for anybody who's listening to this that is not um, saved. Father God is, does not understand salvation, does not understand um, what you have done for them. I pray, Father God, that you will give them the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding to know what Christ has done for them. Know that Christ has came on this world, came to this world, lived a perfect, sinless life, died for their sins so that they may have eternal life. And I pray, Father God, that they will accept you into their hearts right now, Jesus. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you come into wherever they are at and you change their life around right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for breaking all chains and all barriers and all mental distress off their minds. I thank you for renewing us with your word, renewing our minds, cleaning our hearts, making us new creation day in and day out through the reading and understanding and the application of your word. I thank you, Father God, right now for every and every single unbeliever that you're saving through this podcast, that you're saving through this ministry. I thank you, Father God, and I pray that we will lead with love. We will call out to those who the prodigal sons and call them back in to the house of God where you've called them, Father God, because you are there with open arms, ready to receive them, ready with a fattened calf, ready to slay it for a celebration because 
they have come back to the Father. Father God, because they um, have come back to you, the word of God says that heaven rejoices just one repenting, just one coming back and turning to you. So I thank you, Father God, for those who are turning back to you even now through the reading and understanding and comprehension of your word. I pray right now, Father God, for every single believer that just heard this message today. I pray, Father God, that they won't leave here the same. I pray, Father God, that as they listen to this, they will understand the importance of loving their neighbor as they love themselves because you first loved us and you did not ask us for a prerequisite to love us, Father God, but you just loved us anyways. So teach us to love the same way. Teach us to love without receiving. Teach us to love without expecting. Teach us to love without conditions because you love with no conditions. So if you love with no conditions, I pray, Father God, that we will love the same way because we are your children. I pray, Father God, that we will walk out our salvation and um, with the way that you have called us to walk it out, the way that you would call us to work it out. I ask you, Heavenly Father, that we'll continue obeying your word, abiding in your word, receiving your knowledge, your wisdom and understanding, and not hardening our hearts to your word like the Pharisees. But Father God, we will accept it. We will repent, we'll turn from our wicked ways. And your word says that you're faithful and you're just to forgive us. So I thank you, Father God, for the righteousness that you poured out on us and for the sin that you have taken on our behalf, um, Lord Jesus. And I pray and I ask you that anyone that comes into... Um, contact with this podcast will be blessed abundantly upon the hearing of your word and will be double and triple and quadruple blessed upon the application because your blessings were already stored up for them, Father God. They just needed to unlock it through the application, understanding and reading of your word. Your word says, Father God, that your people perish for a lack of knowledge. But Father God, I pray right now that we will not perish because we have your knowledge. We have your wisdom. We have your understanding. All we need is the application. I pray that you will help us to complete it. I pray that you will help us to not beat up on ourselves when we don't do the right things all the time, but we'll just turn to you for repentance because you have given us a way out. I thank you for the way out that you have given us. I thank you for the way out that you have created for us. I thank you for the um, the rivers in the desert and the ways in the wilderness. And Father God, I pray as we depart here um, that you keep us all safe until we meet here again to discuss more of your word to feed and feast more in your wisdom and understanding I pray Father God as I'm getting ready to prepare the sermon series on Freedom Wave YouTube channel Lord that you will draw the people to it Father God that you will take everybody for that listens to this podcast and bring them directly back to that YouTube channel so that they can hear more of your word hear and des- hear and just eat and digest more of what you have for them in the name of Jesus amen 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 may the Lord bless you may the Lord keep you make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you um until we meet here again this was an awesome awesome broadcast and this was just a little bit over an hour so that's a blessing we didn't stay as long today um if you haven't checked out episode one and two i recommend it awesome episodes and precursors to this episode i reference them a lot um and i understand why now the lord has made me like do some skips and like I put out some episodes before some others and, you know, because there was a, a order and a, a need to get a specific message across. Um, so episode two is Can You Sell Your Soul? I'll talk about a lot of things, great things there, including a pop culture topic of Billie Eilish and her new sophomore album. Did not listen to it, but I talk about the marketing around it um, and why God makes us wait. I also talk about in episode one, obedience is better than sacrifice. I talk about why people, God's people's parish. Um, uh, newsflash is for a lack of knowledge. Um, <laughs> and uh, I also talk about other couple things I can't remember right now in that episode. More episodes are coming soon. I should have my sister as a guest on one of the upcoming episodes on uh, demons uh manifesting um and that that episode might be the next one don't hold my word to it i don't know i'm i don't know i might schedule that episode to be the fourth or the fifth I don't, i'm not sure but i'm i'm very excited for that one um the essentially the 
the center topic of that episode will be so the Bible talks about demons making us their home, right? Um, the center topic of that episode and the understanding of it will be why they, um, when they uh, inhabit a lot of people, uh, or they inhabit whatever, you know, whatever human that they're inhabiting, um, the human will start to like take form of them. You and you'll if you if you understand what I mean, you you'll see it. Um, like as in terms of like not just outward appearance, also inward appearance, also the person's personality. Like you would just start seeing that's like this person is distorted, and not in a way where it's like you're like you're judging them, like they're distorted. But it's like they're distorted in a way where I could see the spirit inside of them distorting their character. And God did not make them like this. Um, you can see that a lot in this culture today, where just demons inhabit a lot of people and they distort their whole character, their whole being, even their outward appearance is just uh, like completely altered because of whatever spirits they're dealing with. Um, and I know this firsthand because I've dealt with this firsthand. Um, so I think this episode is going to be really interesting. I talked about it uh, in the last episode, uh, Can You Sell Your Soul? And hopefully this it will be the next episode I'll bring my sister on talk about that because she was one of the first people who conversated with me about it um and there's already verses in my head that are coming up like the woman that was bent over with the spirit of infirmity bible uh actually biblically backs this up this is just not a like a open discussion conversation which would be cool but the bible biblically backs up uh when demons inhabit specific people they will actually form physically themselves in the people and will alter the appearance and such so thank you for listening and i'll catch you in the next episode